Hello and welcome. My name is Ryan Johnson and this is the Saltcast. Today I welcome uh, Paul and Jason. Welcome on, guys. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Good morning. I'm so glad you guys are here today. It's always a good time. Glad to be um, here. I, th I think it was just a couple of weeks ago we talked about the retail delivery fee in Colorado. And that within that podcast, it kind of spurred a conversation about uh, marketplace facilitators and, you know, needing to get registered and, and not getting registered. And, you know, you had indicated there's a few different scenarios when it comes to marketplace facilitators um, where you may need to still be registered to collect sales tax. And I was hoping to start off today's podcast, you guys could talk to those different scenarios of of when you may still need to be registered to collect sales tax despite only being on a marketplace facilitator. Absolutely. No, this is a great topic and something that we, we talk about quite often. Um, as everybody knows, as we continue to talk and preach all day on this podcast, but also on our What's Next calls and everything that... Uh, first and foremost, you have to establish nexus. Once you've established nexus, then uh, you determine whether your goods or services are taxable and, and how that, um, who, who that tax responsibility ultimately resides on. When it comes to marketplace facilitators, obviously, as almost, mo almost not, I wouldn't say almost everybody, as a lot of people know, because education is uh, what, we, what we want to provide to the marketplace in general, because there's a lot of unknowns out there, but marketplace facilitators have a responsibility to collect and remit the sales tax on behalf of marketplace sellers. So if I'm selling my product on Amazon, Amazon has a responsibility to collect and remit the tax on my behalf. And so as a seller on Amazon, I, I think to myself, or I should think to myself, um, should I be registered and, and reporting these sales? How, how does this tax get remitted? So on and so forth. So. Um, from a responsibility perspective, it's on the marketplace, on Amazon, on eBay, on Walmart, on, on all the different platforms that are out there. Um, it's ultimately on their responsibility to collect and remit the tax. So if it's their responsibility to collect and remit the tax, if I'm already registered or if I'm not registered, thinking about register, registering, under what scenario should I get registered? It's a great, great question. And ultimately, it just comes down to how you're, how you're doing business, on what platforms, how you're making your sales. If at the end of the day, all you do is sell on an Amazon, um, through Amazon's uh, platform, through their marketplace facilitators website, then um, we oftentimes um, will not register a company or we will simply deregister if they're already registered. There are some pros and some cons in staying registered because you uh, may be growing or expanding or looking to make sales through another medium or fashion, um, on another website, uh, through your own um, website. Maybe you're going to open up a store. Um, maybe you're going to start selling through a catalog or having sales reps across the, the U.S. Or however it happens, businesses are a dime a dozen, and there's lots of different ways that people can make a dollar uh, in the world today. So um, when it comes to deregistering, though, uh, I always encourage people to take a look at at the end of the day, the, the tax responsibility that you have as a seller. Is it ultimately your responsibility or is it on the marketplace facilitator's responsibility? 
and which is good clarity um you know when i think about this question th this falls right in line with the third question that everybody needs to answer right we talk a lot about nexus obviously you start with nexus nexus is that initial um, ability that a state has to impose a responsibility on you right to collect their tax and then obviously just as you've indicated we've talked a lot about the idea of whether you sell taxable goods or not you could right. be a wholesaler uh, you could be selling goods to the to the end user etc you, you've got to determine that but then that third question which really stipulates what your overall responsibility is. Is it my responsibility to collect that tax? Yeah. Um, and when it comes to a marketplace facilitator, not all facilitators are the same. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure that they've all adopted um, practices that match all of the legislation just mm -hmm. yet, but mm -hmm. they have that responsibility. So mm -hmm. I suppose in the case of sales uh, on a platform, uh, in a state where you're not registered and the state says that tax should have been collected but it wasn't, it would really be the exposure of the marketplace, not the exposure of the seller on that marketplace. And so all of those questions are important in making the decision. Number one, should I get registered? And then in, in the world we're in today, just in the last four years, the question really does come up, if I am registered, Maybe I sold through Amazon, and uh, so I have inventory going through multiple states, so I had physical nexus, so I was registered. Um, and along the way, <laughs> in the last four years, I had some levels, and even before Wayfair, I had some level of responsibility for the collection of that tax. And then that responsibility started diminishing over time, state by state, as each state passed what we call marketplace facilitator legislation which essentially said the marketplace mm -hmm. is the responsible party for collecting the tax so now it is a big question i'm registered in in 40 states should i deregister yeah um and we are helping companies do just that uh the only caution the only flag i would raise really quick is if you sell on multiple platforms or multiple channels or um, uh, through different shopping carts or websites, um, you want to be really, really careful that you don't just deregister everywhere yeah. um, because you could still have a responsibility. Yeah. Um, it, it makes it a little more complex, obviously, when you're complying um, because you're wanting to show all of your sales and then you're wanting to show tax that was collected and remitted by someone else who had that responsibility and then tax that was collected under your responsibility and right. and remitting that you talk about the marketplace facilitators how they're not all the same which is so true because <laughs> they all haven't adopted the same language or legislation that the states put out a publication that the states put out and so it's important as a seller ultimately um it, it's your responsibility to ensure the tax is being collected or remitted uh, more times than not and so one of the probably the more prominent questions we get um, is hey I, I sell on Amazon and I'm making sales um, I make some wholesale sales and I have this uh, website that I make sales on but my wholesale and my website sales are so minimal 99% um, of my business is on Amazon so can I deregister 
which is a valid, valid question. If I'm if I'm in that same, if I put myself in that business's perspective in their shoes, uh, I'm thinking the same thing. And at the end of the day, it really comes down to materiality, in my opinion, and and what your risk factor is like. Because yes, you've established nexus, and so as we've mentioned, you have a responsibility by law to be registered to collect and remit tax and report it to the state where the taxes due. But at the end of the day, if the amount of tax is so immaterial to you, then maybe deregistering is right for you. But just because it's right for you doesn't mean it's right for every taxpayer or a majority of the taxpayers. Everybody has to take that own, their own assessment and realize, is this material to me or not? Because being a registered taxpayer is not a simple, easy, free thing. I mean, it, it, there are costs incurred. There are administrative headaches and hassles dealing with the states and notices. And I mean, there are a lot of frustrations that uh, come around and uh, surround the, the sales tax re registration and uh, your footprint in each of the states. And so from a responsibility perspective, that's ultimately what it comes down to is materiality. Yes, you have established nexus. Yes, you have a responsibility to collect or remit the tax. Yes, you, you are registered, so filing and reporting the sales is the correct thing to do. And if you're not registered, then you should get registered um, more than likely. By law, you have a requirement to. But at the end of the day, materiality, as Andy says in his book, All Day Long, yeah, no. Uh, materiality is a big thing, and it's a big factor because it, it may save you in the long run not being registered. And if the state comes and audits you and your tax responsibility is very minimal, then you know, it could be in your interest to just pay the audit, right? Get registered and file the returns for a little bit uh, type of a thing. But it's a, it's a good question and, and a good thought process to have if you're a, a business owner, you're a controller, you're a CFO, whatever the case may be. Uh, to understand your responsibility and, and how material it is, what that looks like for for you in your instance or your case. The, the worst thing I see happen when it comes to sales tax and understanding your sales tax responsibility is companies that ignore it and yeah. even accountants or yeah. CPAs that um, think that's that's another thing that, yeah. you know, it's not in my wheelhouse, so they ignore it or, or don't get educated on it so so that when questions come up, um, they can begin to move in the right direction. Yeah. The second worst thing I see happen is without collaborating with a professional, which doesn't cost you anything, um, you determine that you should register everywhere and you just go get registered. Oh, yeah. Not really looking at each state and answering those three questions in each state yeah. and learning what your responsibility is or was yeah. and what that might mean for you by way of getting compliant. Mm -hmm. On this, in the same vein, deciding I'm a marketplace facilitator or seller on a marketplace facilitator. And so these laws are ridiculous. I'm just going to deregister everywhere. And you go yeah. do that on your own. Yeah. So you kind of the DIY approach, which is definitely feasible. The thresholds are out there. You can look at yeah. Yeah. the the legislations out there. Understanding of of every state, the marketplace facilitator has the responsibility to collect the tax. But just a wholesale decision that I'm just going to get registered, meaning you go do it yourself, mm -hmm. or I'm going to deregister and you just go do that yourself. You don't know 
what pitfall you're going to arrive in and whether you have the the a long enough vine to swing across it. You guys remember that old Atari game? I don't even know if you guys, you, you guys may not even be old enough to have played Atari, but there's an old game called Pitfall <laughs> on Atari. It's like playing video games today on an MS-DOS screen versus um, the interaction that you have on computers today. But anyway, we had one joystick and one button. And uh, you had to hit the button at the right time to jump onto the vine and jump <laughs> off of the vine. If you want to avoid <laughs> sales tax pitfalls, and a sales tax pitfall is not necessarily the tax, except for it can come out of your own pocket. It's the penalty and interest that's tacked onto that. If you've made a decision um, that's contrary to the way the law would impose the responsibility on you. So all I'm saying here is, as you hear these things and, and you get a good understanding of what's happening in the marketplace, just jump on a what's next call and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking because this is what I understand. Yeah. We'll have that conversation and you'll have a lot of confidence about yeah. next steps after you've had that opportunity to chat with us. Yeah, we've seen a number of businesses that uh, simply take the advice of uh, uh, software or an automated solution. Hey, you should deregister or you should register in these 20 plus states. And that's like a, a knee surgery or a heart surgery, right? I mean, you want to get a, a segment of uh, opinion or another thought process. Is this really right? Like, what are the ramifications of being registered or deregistering in, in, in any state, whether it's one or 46, you know? Uh, and so jumping on a what's next call is super valuable and just doesn't take a whole lot of your time but can provide a lot of peace of mind, a second opinion, and give you some, some comfort and direction moving forward. For sure. Let's collaborate. So, so my takeaway from this is it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> and it depends. <laughs> and it depends. Yeah, the ultimate answer in sales tax is it depends. But you've got to be looking at this state by state. You can't take a wholesale approach. You know, I only sell goods this way, so yeah. um, forget all these states. Or what right. a lot of CPAs or accountants will do is say, I'm only in Oregon, so I don't have a sales tax responsibility. But you're making sales all over the U.S. Well, just because you only have physical presence, you only have the one store, or you only have these few employees in this in this one state or these few states, doesn't necessarily mean that you have an established nexus and you don't have a responsibility elsewhere. Yeah, that's for sure. That's really interesting, and I I liked your comment, Paul. Just to you know, you want to look also at your future. What's your plans? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but thank you guys. This is great information, and this is definitely a lot you know, of information to give to people that, you know, these people have these questions all the time. Right. You know, we get these kind of questions on live chat all the time. And, mm -hmm. and this is definitely a confusing area. You know, if, if you've ever looked into it and try to decide on your own, you, you've probably come out more confused <laughs> on the other end. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's why we created the what's next call. Yeah. Uh, to help, you know, put together all your thoughts and what you should be doing and, and what your future looks like. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, we hope to see you on another one. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan.